Hello, everyone, and welcome back to QB Sneak. Uh, I'm Mike Schimbersky, and with me, as always, uh, on this show, I had to do a solo one the last time, but that's okay. We got him back. Uh, we, I found him. I had to go looking for him, but here he is, uh, Addison Shumagala. Uh, him and I, uh, we do this every week. We break down the performance of Josh Allen and the opposing quarterback from the previous game and give you our opinion on the upcoming game, uh, and that is tonight. Uh against the Dolphins, so that'll be Tua versus Allen, and we'll give our predictions and thoughts on that and how we think that's going to shake out, just based solely most of it is just on the QB position. Him and I kind of both played the position a little bit uh, growing up, and so we're very familiar with it, and that's why we love doing this. We break it down. Addison, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mike. It's good to be back. Kind of stinks that I wasn't here last week, but it was a good show. you did a good job, and it was a, it was an interesting game with you know Bills um, with the Bills against the Jets. It was it was a good game, um, kind of. I mean, we got the W, so like, I'm not going to complain about that. But, right. I mean, anytime uh, there, there was some surprising stat lines that game, which we'll we'll break down here in a minute. But it's good to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm glad you are back because I'll tell you what, talking by yourself isn't the same. Um, but our, uh, and the reason why too, is because Addison, you know, he's, he's the stack guy and that's what we're going to do is jump right into it. Uh, so what, what, what was it? Allen versus white? Uh, what's the story on the stat line? All right. So, um, for those of you that don't know, I get most of my stat line here from ESPN, but, um, according to ESPN, obviously the bills won 2012. Um, I'll start with the jets. Mike white here threw for 44 attempts, which was pretty high um he completed 27 of those passes uh, for 268 yards he was averaging 6.1 yards per uh, per completion he had no touchdowns no interceptions he was sacked three times for 30 yards he had a qbr of 56.2 and a rating of 78.6 and then on the flip side of the coin josh allen only threw 27 attempts uh he completed 16 of those um, so that's, I think, just under 66%. Um, he had 147 yards, which that's the surprising part to me that I mentioned earlier. Um, for 5.4 yards per completion with one touchdown, no interceptions. He was also sacked three times for 17 yards uh, with a QBR of 51 and a rating of 86.5. Yeah, I mean, based on those stats alone, uh, I'll tell you what I saw. Uh, Mike White tried to do his best for what he had. Uh, I know that uh, he was under pressure a lot by the Buffalo Bills, and I was happy to see that because that's just that's just kudos to those guys stepping up, uh, especially without Von Miller, uh, because the poor kid was just getting uh, destroyed out there. And uh, I feel bad for him a little bit, you know, as far as just like getting back out there and then getting hurt again and, you know, just kind of getting tossed around the yard. But on the flip side of that, Josh did great. Uh, he did he did what he needed to do to win. You know what I mean? He made the throws that he needed to make to win. It wasn't pretty necessarily, but uh, that one ball to Dawson Knox was right on the money uh, and a, a perfect throw. Uh, he was able to catch it in stride and then take it to the house. So, and it, and it was a, it made for an, uh, a fun touchdown to watch. He flips into the end zone <laughs> and, uh, and, and Josh made plays with his legs when he needed to you know, uh, to keep drives alive. So there's there's things there that don't show on paper necessarily. Well, uh, did you say rushing yards? Uh, I did not. Uh, Mike White didn't have any. So 
that might have been why. But Josh did uh, – he carried the ball 10 times for 47 yards, and he did have a touchdown. See, exactly. So, so you, you got, you know, 47 yards on the ground, another touchdown to add there. Uh, you know, Josh did more than just throw the ball, you know. and Right, uh, right. I mean, so there's a couple things with this game. First and foremost, I kind of want to come back to Mike White a little bit because the guy showed just pure toughness. I got to give him credit on that. He got slammed like three times, came off the field twice, and still ended up finishing the game. I was a little surprised to see him come back out, honestly, especially when Milano kind of put the the finishing touch on it, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and that was that was a huge hit. It looked like he was going to be done for the game, and somehow the guy still came back out later. Uh, eventually, Flacco ended up kind of replacing him anyways. But um, and I, and now I think Mike White's out this week. Yeah, um, he is. Their um, game, he, wants, so, he wants to get cleared, but – he hasn't been able to find any doctor that'll clear him to play. Right. My, my thing on it is, you know, when's it, when's it enough? You know, I, if I'm, a, if I'm in the Jets organization, like, you know, I, I get that the kid wants to play, but like, he's already been beaten pretty hard. Uh, you know, why put him back out there for more punishment? And the reason why I say that is just because like you said, like Matt Milano put the finishing touch on the kid. Uh, these were all clean. Like I, I'm not going to get in an argument with Jets fans or anything. To me, everything I saw was all clean hits. They were all right. football hits. They 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 hit him right as he was getting rid of the ball. Uh, you're not going to let up uh, in, in those moments because uh, you're thinking you're going to sack him, you know, or maybe you can knock that ball out. Right, so you, and you're going for the hit. You go for the right. hit, and you go for a clean hit, and that's what they were. These were clean hits. They they landed on. They, it, it's not like they came down with all their body weight on them. It was just textbook. Uh, you know, you hit them, uh, and you don't hit them like high in the head or low at the legs, just right in the right in the chest, right in the torso. I was gonna say every single one of those hits was pretty much right in his rib cage. Yeah, so, and and unfortunately, these guys that he was getting hit by are monsters. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, Daquan Jones and I think Ed Oliver who got the first two licks on him. Um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong there, but those actually didn't seem that bad. In fact, I think uh, Oliver's did like barely looked like anything. It was Daquan Jones's hit that that first or first or so, I can't remember which order it was, but his hit I was like, okay, that's a hard hit. And then he was down. I'm like, all right. And then when Milano came in, I was like, yeah, right, he's really. Been- and then I think he got sacked again by. Uh, how many times did he get sacked? Three, he got three sacked times. Three times. It was three times. Yeah, well, then but, gets- but none of those. Or I shouldn't say none of those. But Milano's hit wasn't a sack. It was just a. It's just a hit. Yeah, and then and then he gets sacked by Epinesa, and like, you know, it, it just it just showed me because like he went to roll out Epinesa, like just set the edge, and he didn't like tee off on him. He just tackled him again, and then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if I'm Mike White, I'm like, all right, I'm I am had enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, these guys. Yeah, Mike Mendes is tough because that's not easy to do. But, no, just keep getting up after that, like, because Epinesa didn't like destroy him, but he he still put a decent hit on him. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if I'm that guy, I'm like so sick of getting hit at this point. Right, and and to your point too, they were all clean hits. Like I agree with you. Like, and again, I'm not gonna argue this either with you know Jets fans or whatever, um, because I get it. Like we've been in that position before when Josh Allen took a lick or several licks like that, and we probably were up in arms about you know wondering where the flag was hey, but, the flag? But I, I will say this though like for the for the you know the first couple of hits i was like nah that's clean but when milano hit him i was like all right where's the flag 
Where's flag? flag that's yeah. that's yeah, the kind of yeah. hit that even though it was a clean hit, it's just something that the refs probably would have could have thrown a flag on and been like unnecessary roughness or whatever. It's like I just kind of expected at this point because of how the NFL has treated quarterbacks this this year, especially. Right. Um, and honestly, if that had been Tom Brady, it probably would have been like flags all day. So that's just my my yeah. skepticism on that. Yeah. But you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I I think you're right. I mean, I, you know, especially like that's why I wasn't that's why I'm saying I'm not going to get in an argument with the Jets fan because if I'm if I'm a Bills fan and that's happening to Josh, I'm probably going to you know, uh just be biased and probably be like, "Oh, you know, where's the flag?" You yeah. Know? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just it happens, you know. And so uh I do try to take that uh, out of it, though. So you know what I mean. Like I like to watch the game in a certain way. I like to. We've watched plenty of football games together. Sometimes uh, I will take my bias away and just like try to analyze just exactly what happened on the play. Right. Yeah. I've I've noticed too. Even watching Bills games, like when that when the other team does something that's like it's just good play and there's nothing that anybody on the defense or the offense for that matter can do about it. It's like, all right, that's a good play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I try to keep my composure and just let it, you know, like, all right, well, you know, there's nothing you knew about that next play, you know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think that Mike White played decent. Uh, I was, I was expecting that kind of game though. I really wasn't uh, surprised that the bills were ready for him. Uh, he, he did keep it a game for a little while there, you know, uh, especially, especially when they marched right down and scored uh, on their yeah. second drive. I think it was. And I'm like, oh, okay, tie game, great. Uh, these guys are gonna they're gonna hang around, you know. And I, I wasn't I was not excited about it at all. And then when the Bills started to pull away, and it just didn't seem like they could get anything going on, but the Jets couldn't get anything going again on offense. That's when I started to realize, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I got to give mad props to the defense this game. Yeah, they they really kept they really kept the game out of hand, you know, right. like out of reach because they were they were starting to creep up. And the defense was still able to step up and keep making plays all game long uh, and just keeping them from scoring. And that was, that was the, that's the storyline here because Josh and that offense kind of sputtered out, but you got to give credit to the Jets defense too, because the Bills offense, regardless of that, what that one reporter said, uh, who says, you know, that. Uh, yeah, that was something else I wanted to bring up. Winning the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Against a, against one of the better defenses in the NFL. Uh, and on an AFC defense at, at that, uh, at that, not, not that the AFC is like superior, but sometimes, I mean, you look at some of the NFC teams and it's like, they, they're going to the playoffs with a, like a, with five wins. Yeah. Like Tampa so, Bay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, sorry if I, if I sound a little bit more like, you know, AFC's like kind of got the, the, the stronger teams, uh, well, you, well, you got a lot of evidence to back that up right now, too. Because look at the look at the records right now for every AFC East team; they're all five hundred or better. Yeah, they're all winning records right now. Oh. So, so with with the Jets de- and the Jets defense is high; it's it's, it's high up on the list every like in almost every category. So they're yeah. they're good. So right, the fact yeah. that you put up twenty points and win against a, a team that has a defense like theirs, that, that it says a lot. Uh, and the only thing that I didn't like was that there are some only concerns. We'll talk about Josh Allen for a second, and then we'll jump over to Miami. Um, I only had a few concerns, Addison, and that was um, he he like had a wide open digs on a slant route, and he just missed. Like 
for a first down. It was like third down. I, yeah, I think I remember seeing that. And he just overthrew him. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how that happens when you're when you got him by right. himself and it's Diggs. Like, just put it on him. Like, just just put it right on him. He's got like he he had. I mean, if he catches that thing, there was nothing but green. I mean, I don't think he scores, but he definitely takes it to like the fifty, you know, or or, or farther. Right. Yeah. Like so. And I agree. Like it, it is a little concerning to see it. In fact, um, this this is the reason why Madden is the way it is when it comes to Josh Allen. Because it's like I'll be, you know, I'll be playing Madden and I'll be throwing with him, and all of a sudden the ball's like fifty yards in front of the receiver, and I'm like, it's not that yeah. bad. And then shit like this happens in the game, and it's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this though. I will say this. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has, you know, their misthrows, their miscues, whatever the case is. He may, you know, maybe he's off balance. Maybe. Uh, maybe the pressure got to him on that play. Whatever the case was, it things happen. You know, nobody's nobody's a perfect player. Not even Tom Brady, clearly. Um, and it's gonna happen. The but, you know, just like just like Josh said in that interview, a win's a win. Even yeah. if he doesn't throw for 150 plus yards, even if he doesn't rush for 50 plus yards, like a win's a win. The yeah. defense stepped up to his job. Josh and the offense got the 20 points they needed for the W. Bills take it and Bills take it home. So, I mean, twenty points is really what you're aiming for, anyways. I mean, yes, anything over that is it should be overkill if you're if you're playing if you're playing perfect football, not perfect football, but if you're playing sound, balanced football, twenty points is actually a lot when you if you are if you're holding the other defense or the other offense to uh, you know not being able to convert third downs. And and keeping them out of the end zone. If they're settling for field goals all the time, and you're and you're putting up touchdowns to get yourself to twenty points, it's going to take a lot of field goals to catch up. You know, yeah. like, so if I you're, the, I was going to say, I think the record right now in the NFL for most field goals in the game was like eighteen points. Yeah. So so like you're keeping you're keeping them out, you know, of the end zone, and that's that's your job. So and that's honestly what this Bills defense does so well. Uh, is uh, bend but don't break. You know, the closer you get to the red zone, the shorter the field becomes and the less space there is to uh, maneuver. And then that's when mistakes get made. And that's when uh, it becomes hard to score because of how the Bills defense is set up in the zone coverage that they run. Um, So I'm hoping that's the case this week. Uh, And so now uh, tonight we, uh, the Bills play the Dolphins, uh, Make sure uh, just a little bit later tonight you're gonna you're gonna be hanging out with me and Anthony uh, Sauce God. Uh, they'll be we'll be talking all Bills football for the pregame show. Make sure you tune into that. Uh, I believe that's at 6 p.m. So that that one's live, guys. So make sure you jump into that. That's the that's the tailgate, the built-in Buffalo tailgate. It, uh, we have a little bit of a tailgate party. Uh, we hang out with you guys before the before the game. Um, all right, so while we're doing uh, Dolphins Bills, so Tua versus Josh uh, for this QB sneak, uh, what do you think? I, I have my opinions. I'm going to let you go first, and then you know I'm going to I'll chime in uh, when it's when it's my turn. All right, so um, I'm going to start off with Tua's stats last week against the Chargers. Um, so those of you that are not aware, the Dolphins lost last week. They lost to the Chargers. It was 23-17. Was the was the end score? of that game. Um, and that loss is actually really significant because not only does it, does it put the bills in the position to lock up, um, you know, basically the AFC East championship this weekend, but also, um, it actually moves the Patriots in position 
with a win this week and a Dolphins loss to be to move to second in the AFC East. So it's great. It's just crazy how football works sometimes. But it, um, it, it is, and you know what's funny is like the Dolphins. They were so on our. They're so on the Bills' coattails right now, and 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 that that losing streak has really helped because the Bills really needed to pull away, and they have. Uh, this isn't even a must-win anymore. Uh, it, it it was, and I think all the games are must-wins as far as like uh, what I want to see. Because you just yes. want to stay in the driver's seat and keep that number one seat in the AFC. Right. But, we have the Bills have to maintain the same, if not better, record than Kansas City in order to lock up the number one seat. Correct. And they have the tiebreaker because they beat them head to head. Right. Um, and it would be very, very interesting to see, you know, to see the the AFC conference have to go through Buffalo in the playoffs. It, it would be because the, here's, here's my thing on that too, is, you know, uh, the, the chiefs have had it easy because they've always, it's always had to come through Arrowhead, you know, uh, well, easier, they, easier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have the, they have the home field advantage, which, which yeah, they didn't, they earned what they got. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I meant. Um, yeah. they, they, they're a good team. And anytime you got Patrick Mahomes throwing the football for you, you're, you're in contention somewhere. So, yeah, he's um, man, that kid. I, I, I give him credit. He's, he's a good quarterback. You know, he's just you know, he's not he's not uh I don't I, I don't I try not to pay attention to him only because he just angers me because he's so good. <laughs> I know uh, it's it's crazy, but uh but anyway, um so you would you would mention, yeah, uh so like that it's not it's not a um it's not a must win, but it, this is the, it's so funny how this all plays out because it's like who knows, maybe the Patriots end up making the playoffs off of such a rough start and then the Dolphins fall out of contention. Uh if they lose today, tonight, uh, against Buffalo, uh it is a slippery slope. That's three that's a three game losing streak. Um and uh things aren't looking good uh because that will uh, that'll solidify the Bills will lock in a, a playoff spot. There's no no yeah. more doubt. Uh, they could they clinch a playoff berth uh, after a win today. So if you think the Bills aren't going to come out swinging, uh, this there's a lot riding on this. That the, the Bill like the Josh Allen with being motivated from that from that reporter saying that this offense doesn't look like an offense capable of winning a Super Bowl and just the fire in his eyes after he heard okay. that and just says, okay. And then just like, and then kind of shrugs it off. Like next question, like, all right. But that was more of a statement, not a question, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, and I get it. Okay. Like I, I get that the reporter's just trying to do his job. Maybe he was a little frustrated because he expects better out of the offense. I mean, and as, and as we all kind of do, I mean, it's, Josh Allen only throwing for 147 yards is not that's not something I don't think we've seen since like his rookie season or maybe his uh his sophomore season. But um but it happens, you know, and to his credit, like like he said, a win's a win. And yeah. I don't take that away from him. I don't I don't honestly care per se how many yards he gets as long as he gets the bill of the W. Yeah, I and, mean he handled it the right way. Yeah, he did. I was that was that was actually the next thing I was gonna say, and I, and I think he he just played it off perfectly. He just told him he's like, okay, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Whatever. Like that's basically what his face was saying. Right. But, exactly. Um, what I will say though is Tua also didn't have the best week when last week when they played the Chargers, and because he was ten for twenty eight. That's 
That's, that's horrible. That's like forty percent. <laughs> oh, it was it was bad. So I, I was like, I was actually I was actually just trying to look it up because I yeah I knew it was bad. I, yeah, I, he, he only threw, I got the stat line right here. He only threw for one hundred and forty five yards. He was averaging five point two yards per completion. He did throw for a touchdown pass, but he was sacked twice. He had a QBR of twenty four point five and a rating of sixty five point three. Yeah, he just he he was off, and yeah. I think this is the first time since he got his he got his noggin smacked around that he has been off. I mean, so, so I really hope that the bills are watching that game film because I'll tell you what, I, I, I know I kind of, I, so I was listening to WGR 55 uh, and, um, and also I watched some of that game uh, like, well, more highlights than anything. Yeah. As I said, I didn't, I didn't really see much of it either. So, but uh, based on what I could see, the chargers had a zone defense that was, uh, very well equipped to handle their game plan and take Waddle out of the game and take Tyreek Hill out of the game. And it's they they pass the receivers off to each other. So it's uh it takes Good. communication, but it what it allows you to do is like if you got you got guys that are super fast like they are, uh there's never a, a time in question where a guy is is uh behind. Uh, so you know you, you you got a corner that's initially covering him, and then he had and then he hands that receiver off to a safety, and then or if they're coming across the middle, you got he covers him for a certain amount of time, and then he hands him off to the linebacker, and then the linebacker only has him for a brief minute or, or a couple. Well, there's no such thing as a minute, uh, so in, in a play, but uh, only has him for like a, a maybe a second. And then passes him off to another. Like if he keeps going all the way to the next part of the field, he's got another guy covering him. So no matter what, there's always somebody in coverage with him. And then, uh, and then that's it's just kind of like the zone group effort of, of covering the receivers. Yeah, and I, I was going to say this too. I was actually looking at the stat line here with uh, with the receivers for the Dolphins. Um, and yeah, Jalen Waddle only had two catches for 31 yards. Tyreek Hill had four catches for 81 yards and a touchdown. But the only reason why his stat line, look, you know, sounds like it does is because he one of those catches was a 60 yarder, and that's just Tyreek Hill being Tyreek Hill. So if you if you look at if the bill if you're you know the Bills are doing exactly what you're talking about right now, Mike, and they've watched they spent like the week watching the game film, which I'm sure they have. They're they're going to be prepared for this. They're taking notes from the Chargers defense and how to stop, you know, the speedy receiving core that Miami has. But they're going to get a little bit of help too because of the weather. Um, there's already a foot of snow in, you know, in in Orchard Park and in the stadium. So, uh, which I'm excited because I'm going to be I'm going to be sitting in the bleachers with all the fans. So, it'll be a good game. But um, but yeah, they're going to get a little bit of help because that snow is going to slow everybody down. But it, you know, it goes both ways too. It goes for both the uh, you know Miami receivers and the Bills secondary. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think that the zone package defenses that the Bills run very well as it is, anyways, is, is gonna be critical and crucial to stopping Miami's offense this game. But it's effective. And the one thing I will say is how many how many big plays are the Bills going to allow? Because that's pretty much how Miami beats you is is the big plays. Because if you look at pretty much any game that they've won this year. The reason why that they've they've been able to win those games is because defenses have been giving up big plays, especially to Hill and Waddle. So yeah, and then you just got to prevent that from happening. Absolutely, right, right. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna get catches. You know, obviously, like 
you can't you, you can almost never completely shut down somebody but right. but the question least, is, is how much are you going to limit their their exactly you can, you can at least limit them or hinder them you can you can prevent them from at least hurting you enough uh to where you're going to lose the football game and uh, honestly I, I i mean of course we want to see this and we we say this every week but i really want the bills defense to slam it down miami's Miami's throat, basically, because Tua was has been trolling, kind of. Basically, yeah, he's been getting questions in his interviews about, you know, the, if he's ready for the to deal with the weather in Buffalo and Buffalo and all the snow and whatnot. And he basically was like, "It snows in Alabama too, guys." And it's just like, yeah, yeah, like a sprinkle. I'm like, all right. I'm like, first off, buddy, I lived in the South as well. You don't get the snow like we get up here in Buffalo. You just Not don't. At all. Not all. Well, I, I, you know, I was in Missouri you know, a little like a while back for for the for the military, and you know, it didn't snow like it snows here. Like, right. Yeah. It and snowed, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. when I was in Georgia for because uh, I was stationed down there, like literally two inches of snow shut down the whole state. <laughs> I'm like state of emergency. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what? Yeah, uh, it does snow. You're right. It does, but it's very rare. And when it does, everybody freaks out and panics. Like, you're not playing in two inches of snow, guy. <laughs> two feet of snow yeah but two inches like two inches maybe, two inches maybe if the, now maybe if the crew like does a really good job they can they can really limit how much snow is on the field and that i'm sure will impact the game drastically but but again you're you're dealing with the wind chill you're dealing with the with the blizzard conditions that you know there's going to be there there is going to be wind i think it's like roughly 10 to 12 miles an hour or whatever so it's going to feel colder than it actually is and i don't know you never know things could happen maybe your bench heaters break you know, just like the Bills air conditioning broke, you know, when they played Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. And, and there's one other stat that I wanted to bring up before we get to our predictions here, which I thought was really interesting because I was watching SportsCenter this morning and they they pulled up this frozen tundra comparison of Josh Allen and, and Tua Tagovailoa. And it's career careers in games below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Two has played in two of them. This will be his third. Where he, and he's 0-2 in both those games. His QBR total is 12.6 in those nice. games. And he's got one touchdown and four interceptions. All right. So, and then on the other side of the coin, Josh is 11-4 and four in those games with a QBR of 68.3 and a touchdown-interception ratio of 25-12. and 12. So, so odds are in the Bills' favor. One one is much more equipped than the other yeah. as far as when it comes to this. But like I mean, it's not even no offense to Tua Tagovailoa. I think that he's gotten better. Uh, he, I mean, they went and got him weapons, so he he's played better than he ever has uh, this right. season. But I, I, what I will say is this: I still he's no he's still not Josh Allen. I, I mean, Josh it has progressed so much in the time that he's been in Buffalo to where he is one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. You can't. You can't take that away from him. Even, even mean, when he has a slump, you know, he'll still, still find ways he, to win games too. Even so. his slump, yeah, he's still finding ways to win games. And not only that, his slump is still like that. It, it's subpar. It's it's. He's still fifth right now total for quarterbacks and yards. This is what and I mean. Still, so and I think he's still fifth in the MVP conversation. So even when Josh is struggling, he's playing better than some like good portion of the NFL. You know, like a good portion of the quarterbacks in the NFL, some of the some of those other mediocre quarterbacks are just barely ma matching his stats, even when he's struggling. So, yeah. so I mean, it, 
uh, Bills having Josh Allen is already an advantage over the Dolphins, and I just think as long as Josh comes out and just plays as Josh, uh, it's it's going to be a good day, uh, and that's that's where we're headed. So uh, we're going to finish up this segment with uh, you know um, who gets it done. So uh, the uh, I think I think the Bills. I'm going to go first. I, I think the Bills pull us off, and <clears throat> I. I, I um, I want to talk more about this when, when we get to the, to the pregame show. Uh, when, I, when I start talking to Anthony, I, I'm going to let him know. And I'm going to tell him. Um, I want them to air this thing out. I, I, I don't want the Bills to get scared of the weather and sit there and try to cram this run game down their throat. Don't get me wrong, still sprinkle it in there, see if it's working. If it is, then, you know, stick with it. But if, if it isn't working, I want them to not hesitate to go to the air and let Josh throw this thing because I'll tell you what, I know that the weather can be a factor and the wind can be spinning around in that stadium, but Josh has the arm for this. He has the arm for this kind of this exact type of game, and I'll, I'll prove it. Well, let's go back to the New England game where it was all swirling winds and it was like one of the windiest games ever. Uh, they, they, they switched to Josh throwing way too late. Uh, they could have won that game if they would have realized that Josh can throw, uh, even though it's that windy. He's got the arm strength. He knows how to throw that football. Uh, back when he played up in Wyoming, this thing that that happened also. Uh, he had to throw. He had to throw in different conditions. He actually learned how to use a different release on the ball uh, to push it through the wind, uh, and that was specifically because of playing in Wyoming. So I think if it gets super windy, uh, you still got a passing game when you have Josh Allen, and and I just don't think that Tua Tagovailoa's arm. Uh, he doesn't have the same arm strength. He doesn't have the same arm. And I, I could prove that too, because of all the times that Waddle and Hill had to come back for the ball when he's trying to go deep. You know, uh, he's not, he's not even putting it out there all the way. Right. He can't, he, they, they're outrunning his footballs. So uh, he's an accurate passer, but I just don't, I don't, I think if with the, if the wind gets as windy as we expect it to get uh, the deep ball is just not going to, uh, you know, that'll be out of desperation if they, if they're going to throw it. So um, my take here is I think Josh goes for, I just, I just want him to have a good day. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm a little discouraged from last week, so I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go the, the over, uh, on two, 250 yards or a little above, uh, and, and then he's going to, he's going to be accurate. I think Josh, they'll, they'll, they'll scheme people open. Uh, I'm hoping they activate Cole Beasley, uh, and, so I, I think, you know, uh, 250 yards or a little more, he's going to have no interceptions because he's getting better at that. And then uh, I'm going to say two touchdowns and one's the Dawson Knox and then the other one's to uh, Mr. Stefan Diggs. And the final score? And the final score, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not finished. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> 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 Is uh the final score? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going 31-17, Buffalo. Okay. Um, that's actually yeah. That's that's uh that's real close to what a lot of the analysts said too. Um, they didn't really go too far down the rabbit hole there. I watched a. I think it was an Instagram post. Honestly, it was like a rapid fire. Um, basically for all the Saturday games, and they basically ran through the entire staff for anybody that's anybody that you see on TV at Sports Center and ESPN. And um, a lot of them, well, first I'll say all of them took the Bills to win. Um, I, none of them, literally, none of them were were even thinking about Miami. In fact, two of them were straight up like, yeah, the Bills are going to, I think the Bills are going to 
easily take this game with and the one guy said 34-17 was the score and then I was like Phew, okay um but I think you're right and I think that I think that the Bills actually do need to, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit though cuz I think that the Bills do need to sprinkle in a, he- a very healthy dose of the run game not only because of the weather but also because last time that Buffalo was in Miami the run game was actually doing pretty well I think part of the reason why the offense stalled out in the second half of that game is because they kind of got away from the run game and they were trying to throw the ball a little a little more often. And that's kind of where things started to break down. And why the Bills never went back to it that game, I don't know. But I think that Buffalo's learned their lesson. I think we've seen a lot more um, of a healthy balance in the offense, especially in the recent weeks. And honestly, like, I think if Cole Beasley is active for this game, Mike, I think you're right. I think Josh throws for over 250. But if he's not, I'm going to say he's going to throw for 230. And I think I think the same. I think he'll throw for two touchdowns. Um, honestly, I I think you're going to see a Diggs touchdown, and I think you're going to see a Gabe Davis touchdown. Gabe Davis. I think he's you know, due uh, one, and I'd like to see him kind of get his confidence boosted a little bit. So, because I think he's kind of regressed a little bit, or at least stalled out this year, and I would like to see him kind of get himself back into this, the, the right state of mind, especially as we're getting closer to the playoffs. But um, as far as the run game goes, I think Singletary is going to have a pretty good day today. I think he'll rush for 75 yards or more. Um, and I think he also gets a touchdown. And I think James Cook will have a pretty solid day somewhere between 40 or 50 yards on the ground with maybe you know another 30 or 40 or so in the air. I don't necessarily see him getting a touchdown, but it's possible. But I do think that the Bills win this game 30 to 20. 30 to 20. Hey, listen, 10 point games, 10 point victories in the NFL. Uh, that's a solid win. I, I right. say that every time because it's true. Uh, it means you, it's mean it means you kept the, the game out of reach. Uh, to, that's a two possession game. Uh, you, you've done your job uh, and it's a solid win. So I, I'll yeah. take I'll take 30 to 20 any day. Um, but yeah. All right, guys. So that's I mean, that's all we have as far as our breakdown, uh, what we think is going to happen. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, this is QB Sneak on the Built-in Buffalo Network. Uh, I'm Mike Shimbersky. You can find me at Twitter, Mike Shimbersky at M-I-K-O-L-2531. And then later tonight on the pregame show, uh, the Built-in Buffalo tailgate uh, with Anthony Sauscott. And as always, Addison Shumagala. Uh, you can find him at Twitter. Go ahead, man. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Uh, my Twitter is S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That is it. No numbers. Uh, appreciate it. It's good to be back. Real excited for this game. Uh, for those of you that are going to be out there with me tonight, cheering, uh, cheering our bills on in the cold conditions, make sure you dress warm. If you got hand warmers, I would bring them. And yep. <laughs> everybody drive safe, and uh, let's have a great day, and, and let's get that Bills win. All right, man. Yeah, well said. As always, guys, go Bills. Go Bills.